Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Economia. Today we are talking about rental assistance programs and the role they play in preventing mass evictions. Now that there are no more moratoriums stopping tenants from being evicted, the risk of eviction has become a reality for many of the families we serve. So, today we wanted to take the time to hear from someone who is on the ground helping residents apply for assistance and also hear from a tenant who received this assistance. With me today is Julia Sarmiento. Julia is our Tenant Services and Eviction Prevention Manager. She and her team have been at the forefront of helping families in Montgomery County and Baltimore City apply for rental assistance programs. Welcome, Julia. Good morning, Monica. Thank you for having me here. It is a pleasure to come and talk about what we are seeing on the floor with the tenants both in Montgomery County and Baltimore City. So it's a pleasure being here. Yeah, happy to have you here, Julia. To start, let's briefly provide some background about our eviction prevention work. LEDC actually began to do eviction prevention last year, correct? Yes, Monica. Uh, LEDC started doing the work of, um, back in July of 2020. At the beginning, LEDC was not doing applications. Basically, what we were doing is doing webinars um, to the buildings that were being, uh, we knew about it, that were being affected by the pandemic people falling behind. So we were doing webinars and we were getting in contact with those our landlords and let them know it's like, hey, look, this is the what's going on. This is what the county is offering. Uh, so they would pass up the flyers and let their tenants know about the programs available. So that's what the beginning. In Baltimore City, we did not begin doing the work until January of this year. So it has been slowly, slowly growing. And right now we're working very deeply in both places. And to date, how many residents has your team helped in Baltimore City and Montgomery County, Julia? Well, in Baltimore City, uh, we have submitted approximately a little over 100 applications, even though we have spoken more than 150 to 200 tenants that have constantly calling us, asking us for help. Um, in Montgomery County, it has been way more than that. Uh, since we started doing the work last year, um, we have in contact we have received calls from approximately more than 200, 300 residents, tenants in Montgomery County. Um, just to give you some numbers, just in one month, we have submitted approximately between between 40 to 50 applications. And that's only for wow. rental assistance. That's not talking about the uh, utility assistance applications that we are also helping residents submit so they can pre- uh, avoid having their services disconnected. You all have been doing a lot of great work, um, both in Montgomery County and, and Baltimore City and helping, you know, residents apply for assistance. Now, what are some obstacles your team has faced when doing outreach? Is there hesitation to apply for assistance? Yes, actually, in both places, uh, there has been a lot of hesitation. Um, it's very hard. We have gone door knockings uh, in Montgomery County. Uh, because we received the information from the county telling us it's like this is a list of residents who are falling behind, who might be facing evictions. We need to see if you can help us them apply for the program. We have done that. We have done that, and when we go to those buildings or those houses, eh, many times the tenants are no longer there, so they have self evict themselves, mm-hmm. and it's really sad because it's that they don't know that they have rights. It's like we're trying to do as much as possible to educate tenants and let them know it's like 
you have rights that you cannot be evicted just automatically like that. And we're going to talk later more about this issue, but that's one of the hesitations that we have seen um, that we cannot find attendance in there. The other one, especially in the immigrant community, we see that this idea about is like, oh, I don't have legal status, I cannot apply. Um, I don't have a social security number, I cannot apply. Um, and then they also sort of fear that, oh, I, I will have to pay this money back and my children are going to have to pay it back. Uh, it's the fear. It's always the fear, the untrust of the government. And of course, for mm -hmm. those tenants that have applied, we know that it is a long process. It's not an application that is going to uh, be submitted today and then uh, approved by next week. It is a process because of the great demand that there is out there. So many tenants have said this, like, I waited three months, I waited too long, so I cannot trust the government. And we, that's why we have to educate them and say, it's like, even though it is a long process, you will get the assistance. So that's what we're trying to do with the community, let them know, apply, there is help, do not be afraid, this money will not be charged, uh, you don't have to pay it back. Um, and hopefully, you know, little by little, they'll start understanding that they can apply and they can come and get help. Now, um, Julia, what else has prevented tenants from receiving rental assistance? Well, the other problem that we're also uh, seeing more and more now is landlords not um, having a rental license. This problem, we see it more in Baltimore City. Um, Baltimore City's um, ERAP program, Emergency Rental Assistance, it requires that the landlord have a rental license. So that when we submit the application, we tell the landlord, it's like, look, you're going to have to provide a copy of the rental license or the city will be contacting you asking you for the rental license. Uh, some, many of them say, well, I did not know that I had to have a rental license. And when we provide the information, yes, this is the website where you can go to apply for the rental license. Some of them say, no, I don't want to go through that because they know that after that, they also have to provide a W-9, which is for the IRS. They have to pay taxes on the money that they they receive from the tenant, and they will also have to pay money from the money, uh, taxes from the money that the uh, city will be paying them. So we see a lot of um, landlords who are becoming um, negative, more aggressive with the tenants, and they say, no, it's gonna be better for me just to sell the house, get rid of this property, so I don't want the tenant in there anymore. So we also are beginning to see tenants who are just like, I'm being evicted. He will not accept the money from the city. What do I do? Where do I go? So it, the problem is, is getting bigger at times. Now, we talked about this a few days ago, but another common problem your team has encountered um, is that tenants who live in a sublet apartment and tenants with informal rental agreements have a much more difficult time qualifying for rental assistance. Can you talk a bit more about that? Yes. Um, we have people who called us and say, it's like, I'm renting a basement or I'm renting a room um, and I don't have ways to pay my rent. Can I apply for the program? In Montgomery County, we tell them, yes, you can apply. So Montgomery County has set up a system that subtenants or a people who are renting rooms can apply for the program and either the homeowner who's renting the room can receive the money uh, or the other tenant, uh, the first tenant can receive the uh, financial assistance. In Baltimore City, this is a bigger problem. 
Uh, the problem over there is that um, there are a lot of subtenants, and because the program requires the rental license, requires a W-9, and requires um, a lease uh, or some proof of uh, residency, um, the first tenant who's renting will not be able to provide that information. So we're, they are left like hopeless in that sense. And we have spoken with the city about this situation and say, is there anything that the city can do to change the, um, the way the program is, is working? And unfortunately, nothing has been done yet. We're still working, see if something can be changed, something similar to what's going on in Montgomery County. Um, but we refer people to like Salvation Army in Baltimore City. Uh, there's other organizations, nonprofit organizations in Baltimore City that are also assisting subtenants avoid eviction. Shelters, for many of them, that is not an option. Shelters are full of people, there's no more space. Um, so we're trying to come up with some ideas as to how we can help the community in Baltimore City. Montgomery County, like I was mentioning, is a little more uh, open to work with them. So it, we have seen the people, subtenants being um, approved for the money and receiving the assistance. So now we are going to hear from a tenant, Calixto Quinones. Calixto lives in Montgomery County, and back in March of this year, he started working with our team to apply for rental assistance. Hola, Calixto. Eh, gracias por estar aquí con nosotros. Para empezar, eh, ¿puedes contarnos un poco sobre tu experiencia solicitando asistencia de alquiler? Bueno, gracias por darme la oportunidad de estar con ustedes y, en primer lugar, agradecerles por toda la gran labor que, que hicieron conmigo. Eh, yo he vivido unos momentos estresantes porque cuando el lo de la pandemia nos complicó que nos dejó encerrado y sin sin la posibilidad de trabajar entonces toda la renta se fue acumulando y esta esta situación nos puso con una deuda impresionante y entonces yo escuché eh, el programa que ustedes eh, estaban indicando que ayudaban a, la, a las personas y entonces ahí yo tomé el teléfono y llamé. Vine aquí el marzo 9, me recibieron con mucho cariño desde la secretaria hasta el amigo Julián y um, él me ayudó a llenar el formulario, hizo todo la aplicación que, se, que tenía que hacerse de la forma correcta. Mi tiempo fue difícil porque en todo el proceso que... que que se estaba de la solicitud de eh, uno está nervioso, no sabe si, si se va a aprobar o no se va a aprobar. Pero bueno, gracias a Dios, eh, todo salió bien. Yo estaba indicando que, que a Julián lo veo como un amigo, un hermano, porque me dio esa, ese abrigo de, de hermandad me instruyó qué hacer, hizo las cosas y bueno, gracias a Dios todo salió bien y sí, es una experiencia espectacular. Y Caristo, ¿qué te gustaría que nuestros, nuestros líderes del gobierno o representantes supieran sobre tu experiencia? 
Bueno, me gustaría que los líderes, todos los que nos representan, supieran de esta experiencia, porque eso ayuda a la comunidad, aún a las personas más en mayor complicación como estaba yo, les da uno la seguridad de que estas personas puedan hacer algo por uno. Espero que ellos puedan eh, trabajar más por, por los desamparados, como popularmente se lo puede decir. Yo sé que ustedes han hecho una gran labor y esperamos que la gente arriba realmente conozca estas historias tan estresantes y complicadas y puedan seguir trabajando por la comunidad, fortaleciendo, haciendo un trabajo de, de equipo, porque ellos están puestos allí esencialmente para, para hacer eso, para ayudar a los más a los más débiles, a los más desamparados. Y yo exhorto, exhorto a, a estos grandes líderes que, que están en el gobierno que trabajen más por su comunidad, trabajen más por ayudar a la gente humilde, para que así esta comunidad, eh, esta, este pueblo latino, pueda ir creciendo, compactándose y se, hacer, ser, eh, como dice uno de mis poemas, dice, unidos latinoamericanos que te lo ordena la historia para hacer una leyenda de luz, de amor y de gloria. Y pienso que si... si nos unimos y ellos trabajan con mayor fortaleza, eh, nuestra historia va a ser más brillante. Claro que sí. Bueno, Calixto, muchas gracias por estar aquí hoy y, y compartir um, tu experiencia con nosotros. Gracias a ustedes y gracias a Dios por tener ángeles como ustedes que ayudan a la gente en momentos tan desesperantes. Que el Señor le bendiga. Gracias. Now, there are a lot of misconceptions about the eviction process. Julia, can you share more about what that process looks like? Yes, definitely. Um, the eviction process is very important to understand. Um, and it's important to understand so people know that they don't have to self-evict themselves. So in order for a landlord to evict a tenant, they have to go through the legal process. And what I mean by that is that uh, the landlord has to file a complaint, what is called for a failure to pay rent. They have to file that complaint in court. Um, now, just a few weeks ago, about a month or two months ago, there's a new form that the landlord have to do, which is basically have to serve the tenant with a form called the intent to file a complaint for failure to pay rent. Uh, so they have to provide that form to the tenant 10 days prior to filing the complaint in court. After that, the landlord can go ahead to the court and file the, uh, the complaint in court and, and wait for the case to be assigned for a hearing. Once the case is filed in court, the court will send a copy of the complaint to the tenant. Okay, and this is one of the forms that many tenants do not know what it is. They get really scared and they don't know what to do. And that's, we need to let them know that it's like, if you don't understand the form, uh, call or find somebody that can explain it to you. And the form will give, will state a date and time that the tenant will have to appear in court. 
Now, in our community, tenants are afraid because, again, immigration status, uh, they feel like there's going to be a lot of bad things going on. Do not be afraid. You need to show up in court. This is one of the things that we tell our tenants. If you get a court summons, that's what it's called, a court summons, make sure you go to court. Um, so you will get it's a white paper and a yellow paper. That's what it is. So both parties will go to the courthouse. If the tenant does not show up to court, but the landlord does, it will be an automatic eviction. The judge will basically grant the eviction and will the order to evict the tenant. So the landlord at that time can take that order and go to the sheriff's office. So many people say it's like, okay, they think that the landlord will be the one evicting them. And it's very important for them to understand it is not the landlord. Even though the landlord got the order from the judge to evict them, they have to go to the sheriff's office, talk to the sheriffs and say, hey, look, I got the order from the judge and I have the right to evict this tenant. So the sheriffs will basically look at the calendar and see what date they will be going to evict the tenant. At that time, the sheriffs will be serving the tenant with some documents. They usually leave the, the document on the door with some tape and say it's like you're scheduled for eviction on X date. At that time, yes, that's the time that the tenant will be evicted. So many people say it's like, oh, I came home and the landlord changed the locks on my door. That is an illegal eviction. At that time, you can call us and we will direct you the right way as to what you can do if you're being wrongly evicted. So the, remember again, they cannot just evict you just by changing the locks on your door. Um, so that is basically the process of eviction that needs to go through. And that is both for Montgomery County, Baltimore City, and other areas as well. Um, so we hear a lot of people, and especially in our community, that they start borrowing money from families and friends because they feel like if I don't pay my rent, I'm going to be evicted immediately. No, that's not the way it works. It is a legal process, and the eviction has to be done through paper, through the court system. They cannot verbally tell you, if you don't pay the rent, I'm going to evict you. That is illegal. So it's very important for them to understand that. So again, just for the protection of the tenants, we always tell the tenants, please show up to court. And if you can argument in front of the judge as to why you uh, did not pay your rent, um, you will be able to receive information about what resources are available for failure to pay rent. One of the things um, that I also wanted to talk that I did not mention before is for Montgomery County residents and tenants who need to apply, if you owe less than $1,000, you will not be able to apply for the rental assistance programs that the county is offering. But that doesn't mean that there is no help. There are other resources throughout the whole entire county that are providing rental assistance. And this is money, again, that does not have to be paid back. Okay, One of them, um, we have an organization here in the same building, here in, in our Wheaton office, um, it's called MUM, M-U-M, they provide rental assistance. There is an organized Salvation Army, there is Catholic Charities, um, there is Interfaith. There are a lot of organizations that are helping the community for those who do not qualify for the county assistance. 
in Baltimore City, it is more um, open. There's no specific amount of money that you have to owe in order to qualify for the program. You only have to be living in Baltimore City and be behind on your rent. So that is one of the important things. If the tenant comes to exactly. apply for the program and they say, well, I am not behind, but I'm going to be behind the month of November, then we can start preparing the process for to submit the application. And once November comes, if they don't have enough money to pay the rent, then at that time we can submit the application. So it's, there's, there is help. We don't want people to end up homeless or sleeping in their cars or going to to sleep, uh, live with somebody else and then it's, it's a crowded situation. Unfortunately, there's the pandemic is still going on. People are being are still testing positive in a lot of places. So please look out for the uh, call and look for, don't ignore the problem and just look for help. That's great advice, Julia. And thank you so much for being on here with us today and for sharing all that valuable information. Um, if you or someone you know is having difficulty staying on top of your rent, please call us at 202-688-5786 if you live in Montgomery County. Um, if you live in Baltimore City, you can give us a call at 410-929-2894. Thank you all so much for being here with us today. Until next time.